Testing, testing, one, two, three. Arthur, you're coming to live with me now, okay? That's the bathroom. This is the living room. This is the dining room where people come and eat sometimes. Look, it's lonely out here, so you better learn how to talk with me. This is 2003. This is what the sun looks like, and the stars. This is the president. And this is the sun in 1955, and the stars, and the president. My parents got married in 1955. They had a child and they stayed married for 44 years until my mother died. Six months later, my father told me he was gay. I'm gay. I remember him wearing a purple sweater when he told me this, but actually he wore a robe. I'm gay. He was gay the whole time they were married. Oliver, I just met a girl. You point, I'll drive. This way. Hello? Oliver? Yeah. They had some wonderfly loud music in the club tonight. Music, 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 music. What kind of music's that? Probably house music. Yep. House music. <laughs> okay. House, house music. The bronchoscopy revealed a mass. Well, let's not rush out and tell everyone. Sometimes I wonder... Before Anna, I had four serious relationships. I let all of them fall apart. Just be happy about it, huh? For the first time, I saw him really in love. And I am once again with you. People like us, half of them think things will never work out. The other half believe in magic. And each kiss an inspiration... Sex, life, healing, nature, magic. The memory of love's refrain. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. Yeah, me too. Hello. Welcome to the third episode of the Movie Lovers Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Catherine. I'm Bridget. All right, so we have a very special episode today. Today we are going to be talking a little bit about beginners, and uh, we have a very special person with us today, my mom, Bridget, and uh, she's going to be giving her two cents on film. Yay! <laughs> All right, so just to introduce the 
film beginners just a little bit. The movie is about Eamon McGregor, who, uh, whose name is Hewan McGregor, who uh, plays Oliver, and he has to cope with um, his father's death and in kind of retrospecting his, his father's life, um, he had to come to terms at the end of his father's life, played by Christopher Plummer Hal, um, that his father was gay, that for the 44 years of marriage uh, that he was married to his mother, that after his mother died, he spent the last four years or so uh, fulfilling uh, his life as he really intended as a gay man. So he took on a... Um, uh, a lover, a younger lover, uh, played by Goran Viznik, uh, who's played by Andy, and, uh... Andy's played by Goran. Yes, who's played by Andy's the character's name, and it's okay, you can speak up, Ma. And, uh, Ewan McGregor's love interest is played by Melanie Laurent, who is, whose name is An Annie, right? Anna. Anna, okay. Mm -hmm. So, um... The director is by Mike Mills. Okay, Mike Mills, good. Okay, so we're starting somewhere. Okay, let's start it off with Mom. Mom, just tell us a little bit why you liked or didn't like the movie. Okay, so you okay. start it off. I thought that the movie, the storyline was really good because I am not dating myself that I'm as old as uh, Christopher Plummer, but I know that during the time that he had his marriage, I know it was a very difficult time for gay people, and to admit that people were gay, and therefore I understand how the son really grew up without being in a loving home, which made it difficult for him in his older life to share love outwardly because he wasn't used to that from his parents. I also, well, obviously, I think it was terrible that people had to suppress, you know, their feelings and live a life that they really, it wasn't them. So I thought the acting was great and, um, I thought everyone was good. I thought the whole story that the way it ended with Christopher Plummer coming out and having his gay friends and how happy he was then and his son seeing that, it was great. But the movie itself, I thought, was a bit slow going, mm. especially mm -hmm. between the love of his girlfriend, the son's girlfriend, and himself. It was a bit slow moving. And, you know, I just think if it's, I believe this movie is up for an Academy Award. There's some buzz behind that. Yeah. Okay, if, if that's true, I think it should have been, like I said, the storyline is great, but it could have been moving a little bit faster. Mm. I completely agree with, um, with you. Um, I just, I think I want to clarify it, though, because I don't think he grew up in, 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 the, in the household that, didn't love him. I think romantically, he wasn't he he wasn't shown love between you know man or woman or just love romantically in general. And I think that kind of um, hampered him with um, his 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 adult love life in general. And I no that that's exactly what I was trying to say. I'm not saying that the mother or the father didn't love him, but he didn't know how to show love because he never saw 
love and acted in his life growing up. Exactly. And I think um, when it came about, because he often brought up his past relationships with um, his ex-girlfriends, and he, I think, made a couple of statements of how he just, uh, he gave up on it. And I think exactly. just, I guess, him growing up with his parents, and he saw that their relationship was uh, not really not really um romantically involved um and i think he was just afraid to become like his parents and he mm -hmm. would i think he would give up in trying to make any relationship work which i think that's so so when you mean he didn't want to be like his parents it wasn't what it, it wasn't sexuality based it was more no. like there wasn't any love between the parents. He didn't right. want to be in an unfulfilling relationship. Mm -hmm. Right, so and he didn't up. really know how to handle a fulfilling relationship because he hadn't seen that. Mm. Okay, so... The dog was adorable, by the yeah, way. Yeah, talk about the dog. He you was liked so cute. And I think, I mean, this might sound silly, but he was able to show the love towards the dog because the dog was non-judgmental. And he was, you know, the way dogs are, um, unconditional love. So he had no problem with that. Do you think that he was able to... Because I saw that he, um, Oliver, um, displayed a lot of love towards his father. Like there were oh, yes. hands and yes. the way that he even yes. took care of his father yes. when his father was ill. And I think a big part of it is that the love that he showed towards his father, he also showed it towards the dog because the dog mm -hmm. was part of his father and... and in, right in a small sense so I thought that was interesting and I, I wanted to say what do you think about the whole thing with the movie with the subtitles where the dog would speak like what do you think as us audience looking into that what do you think the purpose of that was I think there was kind of uh, a reference to Oliver played by Ewan uh, and how he can communicate with this dog whether it's true or not, he felt a deeper connection as if mm -hmm. he knew what he was speaking. So I, I think whether or not it was Oliver's voice thinking that the dog was saying these thoughts or the dog was actually saying those thoughts, I thought it was there to kind of show that Oliver had this close connection to this dog. Maybe it was a part of his father that kind of was trailed behind, mm. you know. Yeah. What I what I thought was wonderful was that without speaking, Oliver, as he observed his father with the many friends, mm -hmm. the the gay groups, and everything that he first looked at it in amazement, and then he kind of like got to realize that his father, for once, was like really happy, and that these people made him really happy, and you know, I think. It made him open his eyes to everything, mm -hmm. and and perceive his father in a way that unfortunately wasn't able to see when he was younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times a character like Oliver uh, is portrayed as someone who is kind of distant towards his father mm -hmm. because he couldn't accept his sexuality. Meanwhile, I don't think I don't. I don't I'm not saying there was, that there wasn't an there issue. W there wasn't an issue, and that's what I'm saying. That's why this movie is different. It's because there wasn't a disconnect 
there was a sex. disconnect because I don't think Hal, the father, was able to display certain affection. Mm-hmm. He, when they were when they were holding hands at one point, he he tells his son, um, as a child, as when you were a child, I was afraid to show you this mm-hmm. type of effect, of affection because right. I think and he grew up without much yeah. affection. And that's, so and that's why I, don't I like think it. it's an issue of sexuality. And that's why I'm saying that's why I I, I like the movie because. So many times we see movies that deal with sexuality and they revel in the disconnect between sexism. Oh, so this was not... But this was nihilism. It was more of a movie about affection. I agree. More than anything else. I I agree with that, too. And it was very refreshing, I think, that what Chris just mentioned, the fact of watching a movie where you see... um, a son who is just so open-minded and so respectful and so um, considerate uh, of of his father and the fact that his father wants to explore this new beginning of his own life uh, with being um, gay and whatnot um, and finding happiness. And I thought that was, like, great Mm because I don't think I've ever seen a movie where that was the case. So Mm -hmm. I thought Mm -hmm. that was really refreshing to watch and... Supportive, I think. Mm-hmm. And I loved the scene towards the end where Andy, I think is his name? Andy? Yes. Okay. Where Andy returned the dog to Oliver and he said to him, you know, it's be- because he just kind of took the dog and was leaving and he said to him, it's because I'm gay, isn't it? And it just made him realize, you know, that they're both sharing the sorrow of the loss of the father that they each loved him you know, in different ways, one father to son, the other one as real true love, you know. And I think that scene where they hugged, it was just beautiful. Very Mm. emotional, very heartwarming. Okay. So, me personally, I think that Andy's character was a little bit forced. I, I didn't get a feeling... Of love and affection. No. I think that's true. I thought I no. thought his character was kind of pushing uh, the gay card a little bit. On I think movie. he was learning. No. I think he was learning to look. That was, at, that's him. That's his personality. Yeah. I think he was learning, and I think that's why he, in a way, how loved Andy because of the fact that he was the complete opposite of himself. Right. And he loved that about him, and I don't think it was forced at all. I, I love the character Andy. I love what's his name, Gorn. Yeah, yeah. Gorn. And I think in the beginning, uh, Oliver had a bit of a problem, maybe a bit of jealousy, that he saw that his father was so happy and open with his new friends, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't used to that, so I think sometimes he was like a bit jealous, and he portrayed it very well without even speaking. It was in his face that he showed. I don't know if it was jealousy. I think it was confusion. I think he was just, he couldn't understand it at first. Not jealousy, I think he was just very happy because he was seeing his father in a different light and he saw his father happy for the first time in, in, in years. But I think he yeah, was just confused because he wasn't useless. Who is this man who is now showing affection to everyone and joking around and laughing and going out and having friends? Um, so I thought it was more like confusion-based. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end, he told Oliver. At the end, it was di- I, Oliver. Oliver told him, like, w- w- is it because he was gay that he was mean unhappy? Andy? Well, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, Oliver questioned it, or Andy questioned, is it because of his sexuality that made Oliver so distanced with him? 
And he said, no, it was, it was, it was because his mother, his father loved him so much. So do yeah, you think, so I, do I you think, think, I think even though it wasn't like a huge, it was like a learning process uh -huh. and it was a bit confusing to him and, you know, probably a shocker when he mm. found this out because he didn't realize this. But I, I also think there was a tiny bit of jealousy about because like, so if you know if you picture yourself and you love someone okay but that person isn't really it happens in a lot of families the person can't really show a lot of love to mm -hmm. you and then all of a sudden you see someone else showing love to him and being happy it would open up a little bit of jealousy you know you see that a lot sometimes with kids and their parents and I but yeah I, I understand I do, and you're right, because I think um, when when Oliver was backtracking with his memories, he would always backtrack with his mother, mm -hmm. and you can clearly see how unhappy his mother was and how um, destructive, in a way, she was mm -hmm. and how she was trying to deal with the loveless, romantic life that she had and how that affected Oliver. Mm -hmm. So you're right, um, but, I mean, I don't. I think it was very subtle because... Oh, yeah, um, yeah how Christopher Plummer, you know, I, I think as soon as he be, he was out, he, he came out, he started showing affection towards the son, too. So, yeah, I agree. A little yeah. bit more. Yeah. A little bit more, like they were holding hands, and yeah, it was sweet. Okay. I'm going to, I have some points that I kind of want to make, and I want to kind of ask you guys. Uh, this film, in my opinion, is isn't a big film. It's not something that you can really pinpoint whether it was a good film or a bad film if you hate it or really disliked it I think it was a small enough film where it was more on whether you would make a personal connection with the film and that kind of is the basis for whether or not you might like the film or not so let me ask you guys this what do you guys think is the moral of this story and despite what you kind of thought this movie was, do you think that the performances and the direction of this movie really nailed that moral? I would say yes, it did. The only the only thing I had, like I said in the beginning, the only fault <coughs> I had with this movie is I thought it was in some scenes a bit slow moving. Um, but I well, thought it really did nail what it was trying to say. And going back to those times, like when his wife, when he said he, she proposed to him and he told her, I'm gay, and she said, well, I'll fix that. You know, people really believed that, you know, being gay was a disease and you could heal it and everything. So I think the thing is great that, you know, even though there's still a lot of people around that don't accept gay people, it has changed so much, and I think, I think it's really good to to have open eyes to this, and it's it's wonderful. I mean, everybody is the same, you know. You love um, the same whether you love a man or you love a woman, you know. Sure. Love I mean, is love. It touches a lot of emotions. But yes, it does. Do, do you feel like it succeeded in that yes. based on the performance? of uh, Kristen Plummer, Ewan McGregor. I thought McGregor. Christopher Plummer was wonderful. I thought I... he was the best part of the movie. I thought he, out of any character, probably showed the most emotion. I disagree. And I think Oliver did. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. I think he portrayed 
more of emotion. I especially like the scene yeah, towards the Yeah, because he did end. a lot of emotions without speaking. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, he had to portray that in his face, you know, exactly. where mm -hmm. Christopher Plummer, you know, he showed open happiness and the things and he tried to explain that. But I thought they were both equally good, you mm -hmm. know. What do you, what about you, Kathy? Do you think it nailed? Um, I What's think, the moral in your opinion? I, I think, I think this was a very well done movie. I do agree that uh, it was very uh, slope paced. I don't know. I think it was important that it was slow paced because I think they were trying to. Um, I think it's 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 a big subject. I think it's for for ordinary person it would be these are tough issues. You mm -hmm. know the fact of of living in your life, mm -hmm. seeing your parents like that, um, and and knowing that it somehow had effect with you your your past relationship. You can't have a new relationship. Um, your father just passed away. You found out that your father has been gay since you know he knew he was gay since he was thirteen years old. So I think maybe having this movie being slow paced, it kind of gently reeled us in to all the issues that these characters were dealing with all at the same time which I thought was kind of important. Um, I think it did a fantastic job because I mean there's been points in this movie where I, I wanted to cry. Me too. Mm -hmm. And Me too. I can feel his sadness. I can feel, I can kind of kind of understand. What, um, points, what parts of the movie would that got made emotional me? for you? There was there was a couple on and there, I had reasons there was why so much. I think the holding hands. The holding hands when 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 Christopher Plummer saw that his father was laying down with Andy. Oh yeah. And you saw that like Andy was asleep and Christopher Plummer was just like staring up but then saw that his son was just like showing him like this loving expression of and that's something that I think a parent would do to a child you know mm. if, if right. I remember days there of, was like, a if, lot of reversal with, with yes with, and I think you know because Christopher Plummer also tried to look for Ewan McGregor as uh, acceptance accepting mm -hmm. his his lifestyle as mm -hmm. if it was the other way around right? he, of course that's his son you know mm -hmm. and, and he obviously loved his son and his son loved his father and, and and he needed that support you need support from your family and and you could only wish and hope for someone like your son to be that open-minded you know someone mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. like that and uh, he was so supportive but like that scene of just seeing his father Mm -hmm. Just oh, so yes. happy, and you can see the like you can see Christopher Plummer just like his eyes tearing up, and he's like lips, you know, trembling a bit. Like that got me uh, teared eyed. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing, and you can chalk that up probably to my ignorance, but the only thing I didn't really get is the girl, his uh, Anna, I mm -hmm. think it was. Yeah. Anna's background. What was her background? I didn't really get that. I don't know why, but I didn't. She had something in her background that wasn't right either. Her but father. I didn't, her father, had, I believe, uh, almost committed or had a failed attempt to suicide. She had some oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, and I think there was maybe some anxiety yes, that the father course, put onto her course, regarding yeah. that. Do you I think, mean, that, you think she, that was necessary? What? How did you feel about her character? Well, we I, don't know much. I really don't think it was so necessary. It, I think what was really necessary is to show that he had a hard time getting into this relationship because, like I said, you know, he didn't see his mother yeah. and father loving towards each yeah. other. 
and they could have left it at that without yeah. her having well with the I don't purpose know. of her I think she's kind of mysterious to me I mean mm -hmm. she, you don't know much about her but you do know that she has certain issues of her mm -hmm. own the fact that her apartment was bare, the fact that she she's an actress, I think apparently, but she's also very lonely. So I think, I think with with the fact that Christopher Christopher Plummer Hal always needs to run away from a relationship because he's so afraid that it may end up like his parents' relationship. He doesn't know how to work through it. Like if you were in a you relationship, mean the son, the not son. Christopher Plummer. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, uh, yeah. Oliver. 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 I'm, yeah. I apologize, Oliver. So. Um, like I think he he had to learn how to work through ups and downs with Anna in order to make a, a relationship work. I think he's realizing that it's okay if if you're you know distant sometimes, but you need to work together to try to make mm, the best guess, out of it. Yeah. So I think that was her purpose of the, of being in a movie, Anna. Just yeah. to, I mean, to be to be the one that was different. I mean, I understand her purpose that. I understand her purpose that he was trying to learn how to love and have a loving relationship with her. I I thought the movie would have worked just as well if he was trying to work things out and had a hard time and you know the way it happened without her having a problem in the mm. background. But I guess, Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I don't think it was very necessary. Yeah, I think, her I think it would have worked alone. without it to have, still her. have her there Yeah, and still to have the relationship back and forth because he was trying to work at it. But, you mm -hmm. know. She reminded me a lot of his mother. I was just going to say that. And I don't know if maybe that was her purpose of also having issues, but, like, she was spontaneous. She went with the flow. She... Was mysterious she was mysterious bit. a little bit. Liberated. Exactly. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got that feeling too. Especially what I liked about this movie. And it, it, it's something that you can't really put your finger towards. But I liked. There was a lot of interweaving between the past. Mm -hmm. And the yes. present when he yes. was a kid or not. You know there was that scene where. her His mom would kind of. Pretend that she would shoot him. And then mm -hmm. he would have to play dead and stuff. And Melanie, uh, Melanie uh, had to do that with with, with the him, pillow. with the mm -hmm. pillow. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of goes Connected. back and forth yeah. a and little bit. And the car bit. scene. And the car scene with mm -hmm. pointing, you know. So in mm -hmm. a way, I think, I maybe think what's also he, want, he wanted to run away. Yeah, I think maybe I think uh, out of the two, maybe he connected more with his mom a little bit more in the past and then kind his of, father. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think later yeah. on in yeah. his life he connected with his father. Maybe he was forced to be put in that situation to care for his father but i think you know he maybe in a way her her character her existence was there to remind him of his mother mm. you know, a little bit and what i i also thought was cool was that you know despite maybe his differences with his dad in some way ewan mcgregor was like his dad and that's that interweaving that somehow we can run away from our parents but we can never truly escape them because you know in some ways we're like them why is it that you want to run away from me <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're here, we have a great relationship <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell people that they could just, just tell by kidding. <laughs> could just tell by the recording um but even i thought it was important because she was so different and it was mm -hmm. hard for him at first to accept that but remember the scene with christopher Plummer saying that he took a chance with andy 
because mm-hmm. he was different because mm-hmm. he was younger you know he mm-hmm. was more of um a polygamist you know he was kind of free and mm-hmm. he kind of accepted that you know so he accepted his differences and maybe that's what Oliver mm-hmm. had to do you know with himself um, I, I kind of want to bring up the point of the images of looking yeah. back well, yeah 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 um, like, what do you what do you think the purpose of that was? Like the fact the that the, the images of of like the sun in nineteen what was it nineteen seventy nineteen eighty five? Yeah, the, the sun and then, and then the, the president back then compared to the present day. Well, he was a graphic designer, right? Mm-hmm. And he was trying to do this cover art for this client of sorts. So he was, you know, in in a way, his his. His life was filled with sadness, so he kind of tried to mm-hmm. make that into an art form and kind of bring art to his work a little bit based on his own experiences. So you can kind of tell, you know, two couple, you know, his images were two couples who found love for the first time and then who were sad for the first time. So that kind of maybe represented his parents a little bit. So in a way, it was it was his own and those personal. images. Of the different things were reflecting on the past, you know, mm-hmm. things that happened in the sixties, seventies, eighties. You know, it brought you back to that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have some questions for you, Mom, that you might Thank you. that you might <laughs> want to address. You mentioned the pacing, right? This is definitely growing up. Even I think you can vouch with your own family, Kathy. Um, growing up, this wasn't something that we really watched on. On a daily basis, when we had our movie nights, right? We, what you talking about? Something that's slow pace, maybe an indie type of film. Okay. We did more big blockbusters, <clears throat> the Bravehearts, the right, right, you know, right. the bigger, the bigger things. <clears throat> so, you know, is it was this a change for you to see something this this maybe cheap, this this slow? No, no, not at all. I I I personally like movies that go deep into feelings and person's feelings and. You know, I thought that was great. I I enjoy those movies, you know me, a lot better than the big movies, Star Wars and all that. I'm sorry, I probably have a lot of people against me now, but, you know, I enjoy people that, uh, movies that deal with people's feelings Mm -hmm. a lot more. Those are my favorite movies, and I thought this did it very well. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think if it would have been more beneficial to the movie... Had it been faster pace, or is that something that you just have to get used to with these? No, the thing movies? that I thought was slow paced is—I think I mentioned that before—was the relationship with him and his mm. and Anna. <clears throat> I mean, yes, it had its um, value because it was showing that he had a hard time, you know, dealing with the relationship, but. Especially because there wasn't a lot of talk a lot of times, so it was a little slow-paced. That's, that, that was my only fault with the movie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Was it me, or do you think it happened too quickly? Like, they met at the Halloween party, then all of a sudden they're at her hotel, and then I, I think at first she... <clears throat> I think afterwards, when they started communicating, that's when the problems started to arise. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I thought I thought it was pretty given given the time frame of the movie, I think it was well paced with with their relationship. I think one I think the only thing that I felt like it was 
on Gen 1 was um, when they held hands for the first time, mm -hmm. when they made the step between mm -hmm. being, uh, being flirtatious acquaintances mm -hmm. to a couple. That was kind of a little offsetting, but after that I kind of got used to it. I guess it was kind of like showing in, in a slow pace how that it took a while for their relationship for him mm. to change himself and mm. for both of them to change and uh you know get to know each other i guess you know it was done with a purpose mm -hmm. yeah i um that brings up that kind of falls into the um the topic of direction with mike mills right mm -hmm. so <clears throat> this movie was also a little bit different because it actually showed more literal images. It showed images of, you know, when they said, "Oh, this is uh, this is the president of 1950." It popped a picture of of what uh, Eisenhower, right? Yes, <laughs> or yes, Eisenhower. You know, <laughs> so you know, it just popped pictures. If it said like, you know, the the tumor was the size of a quarter, a quarter popped on the screen. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about that? Did you did you did you different. enjoy that? It was okay. It was different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you think it brought more life into the film because you kind of got a distinction between eras and history and yeah, present I, day? Yeah, I guess it would have, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. I thought it, it provided a kind of a, um, a more personal feel towards everything because mm -hmm. you kind of saw mm -hmm. everything in, mm -hmm. in a different light. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the images of the sun or mm -hmm. um, I, the pictures of how this is happy looks like. This is how, you know, mm -hmm. men look like, actresses look like. And um, and he would compare it to the present day. Um, I still understand. I think there was a purpose behind that, but I still understand why he was making that comparison of things that were like... Um, like actresses back then to actress, actresses today. And I think maybe he wanted to make a bigger um, a bigger say in, in fact of society. Mm -hmm. It seemed like, yeah, things have changed visually, mm -hmm. but things kind of still remain the same. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that was kind of the purpose of, of always referring back to the present and comparing an image to the now. Right. Um, and I think that was very subtle. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I that um, was. I think that was that's pretty interesting um, concept, and that therefore I, I liked the images. I liked it a lot, and um, I think it was m very apparent when he he made distinctions between his mother and father. You know what was what was attractive in her eyes, and they showed you know a pool with with bikinied women, mm -hmm. and then when he said and his father, you saw a pool of bikinied men, and then all right. of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, yeah, and that's right, that's. That's what his happiness was. So uh, I thought I thought it was a it was pretty interesting. I I, yeah. I liked it. I like I like the movie more for its its smaller subtleties more than anything mm -hmm. else. That intertwining mm -hmm. between yes. past and present, his personal life and his his uh, his mother and, and and I thought those distinctions were mm -hmm. were very well done. And I thought the acting was incredible by everyone in the movie. I did too. Um, so I, I do recommend this movie for, for people to see. Okay. Um, like like we mentioned, it is a bit slow-paced, uh, but I, I think it does have a purpose, and, and the emotions that you gather from watching this, you know, it, it's fantastic. 
So right. I, I, I loved it. I liked it a lot. You loved it? Mm -hmm. Rating? Um, 3.5 out of 4. 3.5 out of 4. Great. Mm -hmm. Mom, would, you? I would say that too. 3.5 out mm -hmm. of 4? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would, I'll give it a, uh, <laughs> I'll give it a, uh, uh, I'm going to give it a uh, 2.5 out of 4. Um, why? Why? I, I <clears throat> thought, that's still a pass for me. It's still a pass. I think, um, I, I believe that threes are solid and above, and I believe that I would recommend anything that's a three or above, but a 2.5, I believe, is not for everyone, that it's still, my expectations were a little bit more than halfway met. And I so liked it. I, I liked it more than I didn't like it. So you're trying to say that this wasn't a solid film? Um, I don't think it was a solid film, no. No, I don't think it was a solid film for everyone. Do I want to see this again? Yeah, but it could be in the near future. I really... I can wait. But I, I do oh, respect... I yeah. do respect... I do respect um, what I was trying to say. I respect how it was portrayed. Um, and I really loved uh, Christopher Plummer's performance. I thought he was the element of the movie that I'm going to remember most. I don't know. I give it a 3.5 because um, I think it brought up a lot of interesting topics that I have not seen mainstream, sort of, you know? And... Um, I thought the acting was fantastic. I thought the different emotions and different issues mm -hmm. each of the character ha had was very nicely portrayed. And you can, I can feel their emotions. I can feel their trouble and their suffering. And I thought everything was done for a purpose. I thought every scene was nicely done. Although, yes, it was slow-paced, but I, I think that's kind of necessary in my point of view. Um, and, yes, I would not see this movie anytime soon. But this is not, I would, I would remember this movie. It's not an easily forgettable movie. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ma? I feel that the acting was great. And I, I like that, I, I believe the director, that they fulfilled what they were trying to say. I think people, okay. you know, understood the message and the... Um, Hardship, is that the word? I don't know. Like what it took for the characters to get to where they were. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was good, except for it being a little bit slow paced. That's okay. the third time I said that. But no, it's aside important. from that, it's, important. It, it's also something that I wouldn't want to see again right away. But it's something that in the future I would. I, I would like to read a book on it. That would be great if, there, if, if it Got had been readers, based yeah. on a book. Mm -hmm. I love to. Re I think it would go really deep into the emotions. I don't know you know, if it was you know based be on a book, it wasn't. but it was it, good. I don't believe it was. But you know what would be interesting to do? To do this again, you know, us reviewing a movie together, but with source material. I've been wanting to uh, mm -hmm. watch um, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh, boy. And yeah. you, you know what that one's about? With, no. Um, it's about... It's a, we're going to be finishing up soon, but it's about um, a, a teenager who commits um, a school shooting, and his his parents now, I believe he, he died, I'm, I'm not too certain, but his parents, played by John C. Riley and Tilda Swenson, 
has to cope with that now. And Tilda Swenson character, you don't like Tilda Swenson. <laughs> She's mousy to you, huh? It's okay, you can say <laughs> it. Be open. No, no not comment. nice. She's... I hate to be like this, but... Sometimes she's a little hard on the eyes, but she's probably a fantastic actress. I really haven't seen any movie with well, her. Well, she, yeah, I think she's a phenomenal actress. She's she is good emotionally too. But anyway, her character um, was never really the mother type, and now being forced to to have this child who is to the extreme evil, you know, it's really taking a toll on her. And that was based on the book. So if you guys want to. We'll read the book, and then we have a next and then have, okay, okay, right, okay, okay, okay. So, is there anything else you want no, to talk I'm about? Fine. This fine. It was movie? very interesting. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, with me, I thought it was. I, I thought I it was a good movie. I liked it. I think whatever awards Christopher Plummer might be getting for this or is nominated for, I think uh, he he's well deserving of it. I agree. I agree. Okay. And uh, so that wraps up the third episode of the Movie Lovers Podcast. Just wanted to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter at underscore films we watched at twitter.com. Just wanted to thank my mom uh, to join us. I, it, was it was a nice lot of fun. It's too bad uh, dad couldn't put more input. He fell asleep uh, kind of within the first slow. quarter, but. <laughs> It's okay, there'll be another movie. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just keep following us. Remember to watch more film. And until next time, have a good night.